created live on Fireside. Broadcasting live from Commit to Excellence Conference in, Conference in Boston, Massachusetts. This is Office Hours with Dr. DeVoe, and we are excited. We are going to be doing some 15-minute leadership coachings, okay? We'll see how it goes, but we are uh, going to start today, and we are going to have these micropods throughout the conference, and I am joined here by Addie. Addie, why don't you step up to the microphone? Say, how are you? Hi, I'm how, good. How are you? I'm good. And Kate, so you're from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And which co- which school are you with? High Point University. High Point. Okay. And so why did you decide to come to this uh, conference today? So I'm part of a, a fellowship group called Leadership Fellows. So okay. it gives both a scholarship and various and a, a leadership and service opportunities on campus. Okay. So they offered up the opportunity to apply to come to this conference. And that's... I applied and got it, so now we're here. Congratulations. All right. Excellent. And so what were you hoping to get out of the conference before we get into, like, the one thing I can help you with in our turbo time together? So um, since I am a graduating senior, I'm really looking for advice and perspective that can help me when I go into the professional field coming this May. Okay. And so you're graduating. And what do you want to do? when you come out of the so, field? So uh, I'm a dual major of environmental science and strategic communications. Oh. So yeah, I want to go into, um, I have a passion for scientific literacy and democratizing access to science. So okay. whatever that, um, whether it's like a nonprofit route or a governmental route, that's what I want to do. All right. Well, you know, one of the things that I would say is uh, based on what you're doing and what you're talking about um, and what you have kind of thrown out there is there's a few things that I would say right now from a from a leadership perspective that you should be looking at. Number one is fine tune that kind of who are you in the value you bring to an organization pitch. Okay, so who are you? What have you done with your uh, student uh, organizations? Uh, what have you gotten out of it? Like, you know, you came in with a perspective and what kind of development have you become? And then the other thing is when you are moving into uh, this idea of what do you want to do and where do you want to be, I think another piece of this, hey, Frankie, thank you for joining us. Uh, If you have a question, please let us know. We are live from the C2E Leadership Conference. I'm here with Addie from High Point University. And so we are talking about what she's going to do when she graduates. And so one of the things I would definitely say uh, that you do is you have been able to lead through a time of great kind of upheaval and transition. And you probably have a lot to add to that. People are looking to bring in new, fresh people into their organizations during this time of the great resignation. They know that they need something different and you bring that different. And so I would identify what are the things that you kind of learned throughout your time. I would uh, create a portfolio. If you don't have one, create one. Um, That is an actual thing for them to see. Make it a website. Make sure it's linked to your LinkedIn. Uh, Make sure it's there and it's living and it's evolving. Um, And then the other thing I would say is you have to start to do some research into the culture of an organization that you want to be a part of. Because being a great leader within an organization, you need to have a symbiosis with the culture of the organization. Do you have you thought about what kind of culture, what kind of place you want to work in? Yeah. So um, obviously doing the track that I'm doing, it comes with a certain like ethos and perspective on who you are as an individual. Okay. So definitely leaning 
with what I'm studying, it leans towards people who are environmentally conscious, conscious about the efforts that they're doing in the world. Right. So having that, making sure I'm with an organization who's like, attitude aligns with those values yep. is incredibly essential. And I feel like my field wouldn't exist if I didn't right, have that. You know? Right. And you really are in a field that has, you're not going to find an, an environmental organization that's filled with like awful people. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but you also want to know like, okay, are we, are we in good nature in terms of our heads and our hearts and are we effective? And that may be something too. So when you're looking at culture you're in a field of study that absolutely you're like, oh, I have a lot of options in terms of where I want to go and what I want to do. But you want to look at effective organizations that are actually doing the work. So so there you go. So those are some things I would tell you. I appreciate All right. it. Thank you. Awesome. And who else we got? Come on over. Come on. Next. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Put the headphones on. Tell me a little bit about yourself. We are here at the Commit to Excellence Conference in Boston, Massachusetts. We're doing some speed coaching here on Fireside. And uh, I want to make sure that we have people here who uh, understand what Fireside is. Fireside is a social audio uh, platform. It allows for us to broadcast live. It also allows for us to record and rebroadcast. So anyone here at the conference, we're going to be telling you a little bit more about Fireside, what you can do to download it and actually be on the show. And so we are here with Carla. And Carla, where are you from? You're from Fitchburg State. You're, you're right. local. Okay. Why don't you get a little closer to the microphone yep. so we can hear you. And uh, tell me a little bit about why you're here. Um, well, I was selected by the student government of my um, institution okay. to come here. Okay. Um, I'm honestly all about learning, also like just traveling. Okay. Which, although I'm a local, <laughs> but this is, you know. Yeah, well, Fitchburg, for those of you who are not aware, Fitchburg is not in Boston. Correct. <laughs> so it's about an hour and yeah, so. Yeah. And really in the mountains yes people. it is it is so it's, you're a mountainous region yes. yes so i always get excited i'm a city person so okay okay i was really excited to come back to boston so there's awesome that. that's great so tell me a little bit about why you're here in terms of what you want to learn and uh, then we can get into some coaching as to how i might be able to help you great all right um well i am a what they call a student leader right honestly i right. i feel like i've been put in this like positions of leadership but I honestly when I get into these positions I, I don't really intend to be a leader yeah if yeah. that makes sense yeah. so I'm a resident assistant okay um one of my people I love that okay <laughs> we go through stuff um <laughs> so um what's what's the other stuff um I've been part of the Latin student organization. All right. Um, okay. Latin American student organization of uh, my campus. Okay. I was the PR person. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm not, I just do a bunch of stuff around campus that apparently qualifies me as a student leader. Yeah. Well, so. you know, sometimes you put, you piece these things together and they say, well, you know, you're a leader. And you're like, I am. How am I a leader? And it's All like, right. well, and it's actually how maybe people feel when they're around you and how they, you actually make people kind of feel better about themselves. And that's part of being a good leader. Okay. Is that, that kind of aura that you give. So, uh, that think about that. Okay. So 
what what is your major again? Did you tell me your major? Um, I did not. Are okay. you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So I'm a communications media. Oh, okay. With a concentration in graphic design. Okay. And international studies. Oh, you have a lot on your plate. I know. Okay. <laughs> and so, and, and I'm going to act like, you know, people in your life. So where do you see yourself in five years? Um, that's a tricky question. Okay. Um, just because I, I do see myself somewhere. I'm not so sure if it's around like five years. Yeah. Um, but I want to be at a job that I feel like doesn't make me feel like I'm working. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of like so- my goal, to be honest. <laughs> All right. So you want to be in a job that makes you feel like, you know, you're actually contributing, but you're not really stressed about it. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll find that fantasy world for you. We'll figure out where that is. So as far as like you've gone to some sessions so far, what are some of the things that you've kind of thought about in terms of things that you can do to kind of, uh, kind of improve your leadership acumen? And is there anything that you're kind of struggling with? You're like, I could use some advice on something. Yes. Um, so I'm actually struggling in believing like that I'm good enough for something. Okay. Um, so because I'm in like this creative field, mm. it's very competitive. Right, right. So even though like, yeah, I think I'm good. I do this, this and that, but then you turn around and you definitely think like, okay, I feel like this is better than right. what I do. Right. So in one of the sessions that I was, it's like, I, I got super excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so ready. But then it's like, I'm so ready. But then when I look at applications or when I look at this, I'm right. like, I'm right. turned off. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I want you to kind of get away from this imposter syndrome that you seem to be putting out there is that one of the things that I think that young leaders, especially students in college need to kind of wrap their head around is this idea of like, you see people who are out there actually doing the work. And sometimes it's hard to see yourself in that person's kind of shell. All right. And because you're saying, well, wait a second, how did they get there? And you're thinking of all these little details that maybe they got to do in advance that you haven't done yet. All right. And, and I need you to stop that. Those things happen. Those things happen just by, by circumstance of you being in that space and you learning that work. Okay. You will become competent by trying it. All right. Don't worry about the competency. You want to start to build the attitude of, I am going to be able to absorb this. I have a confidence of who I'm going to work with. And those are all things you get to build through these leadership opportunities that you're currently doing. You're probably working with a lot of people who are very different than you, right? Yeah. And while you are all in the same space in terms of academics, in terms of where you're studying, you're not in the same lived experience space. You can live in a dorm next door to people and have a completely different lived experience. Correct. Okay. (laughs) So you have actually some benefits to the organization, to your future organization because of what you're doing now. You actually say, I can benefit this organization because I know how to work with people. I know how to work with difficult people. I know how to kind of tamper down, you know, a heightened environment. As a resident assistant, I'm sure you have to de-escalate things, right? And in a creative world where you are going to be working with maybe some clients or on deadlines where people are going to be heightened in comparison to someone who may have 
thought of contemplated suicide or some uh, other really traumatic situation, a deadline in the big scheme of things may not be as big a deal. I was just about to say that. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, I had like this situation um, with a resident. Like I was just doing my homework. Yeah. I was just minding my business. I was just like on a deadline actually. Yeah. yeah. And I get this call. Um, I'm not going to like go yeah. a lot into yeah, yeah, detail, yeah. but they have called the police, everything, yeah. because some emotional incident happened. Yeah. And I was just, I was just looking back and I'm like, here I am mm-hmm. wearing upon my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Something that in reality doesn't have that much value as right. like the life of a person. Right. Right. So that really made me like think back and it's like, okay, some things are just not that of a deal. Right. You know what I mean? And that's something that as you're looking at the value you bring to an organization, I need you to start to think about that you're not just about the competency of the task, of the talent. Talent, you've got talent. You would have not been able to continue in this major if you had no talent for it. That's true. Right? <laughs> they would have screened you out. I was a journalism major as an undergrad and I took all kinds of writing classes and I was great at that. But then I decided one day, I was like, you know, I'm going to take an elective in photography. And this is back in the day when you had to actually develop film. Like now it's on digital. Okay. Right. And you're, and I'm like developing film and I sucked at the developing of the film. The, the professor literally said, I can't evaluate any of your actual photos because I can't see them because you're not capable at doing this. Okay. There's a point in your career where they start to wean you out for competency and lack of competency. You have, so you have the competency. You have those skills. You are going to continue to build on them. You're going to learn different software. You're going to learn different approaches. You're going to build your things over time. You have that. What sets you apart will be those transferable skills that you have from all of these leadership positions that you have. And that is what you have to start to position yourself when you're meeting with potential employers and in certain circumstances to say, I know that I can handle stress. I know I can handle difficult people. I know I can work with people who are different than me. I bring a different perspective. That are the things that you bring from this that are different than people who are just getting A's in their class. I'm going to have to go back to this podcast. And <laughs> I'll make sure everybody has the link. Okay. Okay. All right. So you need to go get some lunch Thank and it, it was great talking to you and Likewise. safe travels to Fitchburg and uh, I'll have my next person come on up. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank <laughs> you. This is great. All right. Take the headphones off and uh, come on up to the microphone. This is uh, Dr. Laura DeVoe. We are here at the commit to Excellence Conference here in downtown Boston. Uh, It has been a great uh, first day and a half. Just put them on your head. There you go. We have uh, Lauren, who is from Nashua Community College up in New Hampshire. Is it New Hampshire? It is New Hampshire. Okay, excellent. All right. So you're going to have to get a little closer to the microphone. So you can either sit. There's a chair if you want to pull that up, if that makes it more comfortable for you. And uh, so we are here talking at the Commit to Excellence Conference. And uh, Lauren, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you are doing on your campus. So I'm the, as you've seen, I'm the president of the Nerd Club at MCC. Okay. So 
I love you. Okay. The nerd club. Is that really what it is? Okay. We like to think of ourselves less as like a, like a kid or a whatever sort of club. More of people bring their interests. People okay. bring what they're passionate about. And okay. People bring what they want to talk to others about if they're looking for friends, if they're looking for a place to talk. And we come together and we not only create that space where people can learn about others and talk about their own interests, but then, you know, once we built that community, we take those people and we do better outside of that. Love it. Love it. You're creating a sense of belonging in your community, in your college community, and then people are able to take that confidence that they build off of that sense of that sense of belonging and take it out into the community. That's great. Um, and so what, when you had the opportunity to come to this conference, what were you hoping to get out of it? Well, I mean, I'm a first time leader and okay. I built my club up from the ground because it had previously be, been discontinued or, you know, I had to reinstate it. Right. Actually. Right. Um, so I hope to learn better leadership skills from this. I tend to like a very disorganized, okay. very um, all over the place. So I hope, you know, organization skills, all those sorts of things. Okay. But coming here, actually being at the conference and seeing what it had to offer, you know, considering first-time leadership, first-time conference, was incredibly eye-opening. Right. I mean, um, gosh, I, I can't remember the names for the life of me. Okay. But it was the one with the colors, the, col the, the meaning or the one meeting we had with the colors. Okay. It's like getting to learn more about myself, getting to know that like I'm an orange. Okay. You know, okay. It's just like, wow. Okay. I, I, I didn't think so much of myself before I had gone to that meeting and taken that time to know myself. And then once I got the chance to know myself, I could learn what I needed to work on, what right. I was already good at, the kind of people that I could utilize, the skills that I needed that I didn't already have, I could find people for, I could find my yellows or my blues. Yeah, greens, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It, it gives you an opportunity to actually, when you go to these sessions and you have someone who has a sense of expertise and someone who actually is speaking in a different maybe uh, way of uh, talking about leadership than maybe you have had brought to you before. Um, and so I think one of the things is that when you can grab from somebody else this kind of new language or this new way of thinking about it, it makes you go, oh my God, I did not realize I actually had this in me. I did not realize that I had this capacity. I was kind of pushing it aside as just kind of being me, right? I didn't think this was actually something as far as leadership or how I was doing my job. And so one of the things when you started, you're like, I was hoping to get out of this better organizational skills, or I was hoping to get out of this, things that are kind of tactical, right? Um, but here's what I'm going to predict for you, is the stronger you feel about your kind of, your leadership spirit, those tactical things are going to be things that you develop because you are going to say, all right, I need people to kind of start to see this in me. I need people to see the leader that I know I can be. I want them to see the leader that they can be. All right. And I will tell you over your time, you will say, I like this tool or I like this thing or I like this way. And you're probably going to stick with two or three things that are really work for you for the rest of your life. They may start out on paper 
and then move to electronic, or they may start on electronic and then move to paper. Or I have friends who literally live their lives on post-it notes. I'm like, how do you do this? And like, when I look at their, their offices, I literally have like an anxiety attack, right? Because I can't do that. I am, I do things differently. I am never going to say to somebody, you need to do it this way. What I say to people is you find something and make sure that you're accountable to yourself and to at least one other piece person. Okay. And that person might be right now, your advisor, or it might be someone who's in your club. It might be, it literally might be your cat. Okay. Like make sure that you have made yourself accountable to someone because then when you're able to say this tool works for me, I am going to show my tool and make sure people understand what I'm doing, that you actually find yourself in a situation where you will become better at uh, the things that actually matter, and that's developing the spirit. Don't get hung up on the tools right now. Think about the spirit that you're trying to achieve, all right, which will be really important. So now, are you going to finish up at uh, National Community College and then hope to go to a four-year institution or what are what is your hope when you're done? Yes, yeah, so um, I have always had a passion for the arts and so I'm definitely come um, I'm doing general studies right okay. now. Okay. Yep. This is like a base. big fan. Big fan of the general studies. Okay, yeah. I'm not though. Yeah, well, okay, so tell me why. So I I've always had this mindset of like I would like to learn about the things that are important to me. I don't want to you know focus on a bunch of other stuff that's uh, like irrelevant or unimportant. And I always, you know, I was that kid in class. It's like, do I have to be here? Do I really want to learn about all this? But, you know, it's same thing with like general studies where it's like, okay. oh, we're getting back into math and English and, and history. And I do well with English, but, right. you know, math, strength, history. And yeah, strength. yeah, yeah. What pushes me, though, is what probably pushes most people who are doing general studies as simply an undergrad that I just want to, if when I get this done, mm -hmm. then I can go to my four year. I can go to my, my art college of choice. Yeah. And that's when I can start doing the work that I'm proudest of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is to me, I often see that with students. I've, I've worked with students for over 30 years. And what I hear from students is that idea of once I'm done with my prereqs or my general studies or whatever we call it at the institution, I can start to kind of master the things that I really care about. Okay. And I'm cool with that, but we also have to start to say, okay, how is this applicable? Math, you may have a very tough time finding it applicable, okay? But there will be a time where math actually turns into reasoning, or math turns into system, or math turns into budgeting, or math turns into something else in your life. And so you're able to kind of connect those dots. And I think that one of the other things that you have going for you when you are looking at that idea of developing yourself as a leader and a learner, because here's what you're doing. You are right now in an environment where you are, you are trying out not only how are you processing information and how are you becoming a better learner, but you are also at the same time developing that muscle memory of becoming a better leader. And there is no better time to do those together than right now, because by you actually pushing yourself to try 
new topics where you're like, I'm not a fan of math or I'm not a fan of this, but I know I have to do it because it's moving me to another point. That's actually building also up your leadership skills. There's going to be some aspects of being a leader that aren't as much fun. Okay. And so if you're able to build that muscle memory to maneuver your way through the things that you find more difficult, it makes you better at the leadership. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank you. You need to get some lunch. Okay. And uh, we are here at the Commit to Excellence uh, Leadership Conference uh, here in downtown Boston. We are going to be back throughout the conference with some of these micropods uh, where we're talking to not only uh, people who are part of the conference in terms of students and participants, but we're also going to be bringing some of our faculty up to the mic where we're going to talk about leadership, what's happening on college campuses, how can young people start to develop that uh, leadership acumen. And what I'm really coaching people on right now is building that bench on our college campuses of leadership because we need better leaders to fill these positions on our campuses um, because leadership matters on our campuses to bring a sense of belonging and bring a sense of affinity for our students to feel a level of pride so that when you have affinity, when you have belonging and you have a sense of pride, students complete. And that's, to me, one of the most important things. We want to make sure students are getting those degrees, getting out into the world and doing great and good things. So come uh, make sure you are following me here on Fireside and we are going to be back later on today uh, with more from the Commit to Excellence conference right here from downtown Boston. This is Office Hours with Dr. DeVoe right here on Fireside.